0: Kenny Blackmore. This is a weekly careers
1: podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of real people who are not millionaires or CEOs, unfortunately, um, but we are two people who are good at their jobs, passionate about careers, and believe in being happy at work.
0: We discuss work topics that are on our minds, and in each episode, we tackle two questions from our
1: listeners. Yeah, you guys. You guys send yeah, them in. you can stick them in an email. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh, we forgot. We forgot last episode to say that. It's if always you in have our show question, notes. Yeah, it's always in the show notes. You can you, email us. And we mm-hmm. have that down there. So just in case you've got a question for us, please do send it in. You do that because we've got a very special
1: email address. Yes, Yay. we got it. Um, and if you like the show, please rate, review and subscribe as it helps others to discover the podcast. It might also get us on the new and noteworthy section of iTunes, oh, but probably still,
0: not. You still have that
1: dream. Good things never happen to me. Oh. <laughs> You're in a boat with a real shit show. Oh,
0: Penny. I'm It'll joking. happen. Even if we don't get into new and noteworthy, I think we will just really gradually progress. Yeah. Which is also okay. Incrementalism. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah,
1: there isn't. Fabulous. Um, and stay tuned to the end of the episode because we will share a resource of the week. Oh, it's a killer resource, actually. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I love
0: Good, that day. Sound. Good day.
1: Good day, Brittany does love that sound. Um, what are we
0: drinking, Penny? What is this? Uh, Sauvignon. Uh, uh, it's some kind of know. white wine. It's white wine. It doesn't yeah. matter really. And
1: and it's like not a terrible one either. Yeah. I splurged.
0: I like it. Yeah. I mean, you were saying you weren't that big of a fan of it, but I actually really like it. Oh. I'm also... It It does the trick. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to please, I have to say. Oh, me too. When it comes to wine.
1: Which is honestly one of life's greatest pleasures. Yes. Just not giving a shit about wine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can just drink it. I mean, as long as it doesn't taste like pure... Methylated (laughs) spirit. Exactly. Sometimes I smell wine and I'm like, it smells like petrol. Yeah. But uh, you know,
1: apparently that's a thing. That is the thing. What's up in your world, Brit?
0: Me? Oh, other than wine, um, I've been. You know, I was thinking a lot about um, just like you know me thinking about goals, Penny. Oh
1: my god! Womp,
0: womp, what more? <laughs> <womp. laughs> but <laughs> is the thing, fucking
1: ambitious. I
0: have. I've got some goals, and the thing is, uh, I mean, okay. Here's what I've been thinking about. Let me just break it down for you. Okay. So, you go to, let's say, like, realistically, like, high school is probably the point where you actually establish that you have these, like, certain goals you want to, like, do well on this exam, you want to, like, you know, get into some, like special program or whatever for universities, so you need high grades, whatever. you have all these like kind of goals, but they're really set for you, right? Mm-hmm. Then you leave high school and you get into the university. That was a big goal. Mm. Celebrate, right? Yes. You got into this university or, or not, whatever. But for me, it was like, then you get into university, you celebrate. Mm-hmm. Then you're in university, you have all these classes and you're like, goal is I want to have this average. I want to like kill it in this. I want to have my teacher recommend me or professor recommend me for that thing, whatever. You've got all these goals, but they kind of are, they're set for you really. Mm. You know your your ultimate the goal very limited in
1: scope really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Your ultimate goal in university is to uh, get, graduate Yeah, get <laughs> a degree, right? Yeah. So then you get the degree and then you leave and your next goal is get your first job, mm. right? Then you get your first job and you're like okay and then you try to master it and you're doing good whatever. And then we sort of just like float into this like abyss mm-hmm. of like what is my next what is cool life yeah <laughs> like without a goal or without any kind of uh, challenges th- where you're actually trying to attain something mm. life is actually keep oh pretty... tell me about it for yeah. me yeah so here's the thing so then i've been thinking like what are like we had now right we have to set our own goals mm. like ourselves without any like we all have the societal pressure of like okay I want to get this promotion because that's what you should do around this age blah blah blah. but like you actually do need to figure out what you want for your career on your own
1: it's funny though because I think now people are kind of I mean like millennials are pretty famous for being excessively productive yeah and excessively ambitious you know and I say excessively without irony like we are genuinely hustling till we die. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and even our hobbies have to be side hustles and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. we don't really subscribe to that, but, um, you know, like, I, I'm always interested in what is the goal if you just want to live a nice, middle, happy life. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'm that person, but I actually, um, you know, there was a stage in my life where I was like, what if I just want to stop? Progressive, <laughs>
0: you know, what, what yeah, if I'm just quite goat. happy
1: where I am right now, Yeah, but that's just not the way the world is organized, you yeah. know, you can't just stop and be like,
0: okay, I'm just going to stay in this role for the next five years. Okay, this reminds me so much of one of my favorite comedian's jokes, yeah. um, her name is Maria Bamford, we will put a link to this very joke in the show notes. Mm-hmm. but she is an incredible, okay, so first of all, she... Uh, is very um, open about mental illness and she ha- has suffered a lot, um, you know, of kind of manic episodes and I don't actually know what her like actual diagnosis is but, mm. you know, she's been... Um, you know, in, in mental institutions before and these kinds of things. So, and she talks about that a lot. And Mm. it's this really cool thing that she actually is really open about it and doesn't see it as this like no go zone. right? Yeah. Um, But one of my favorite jokes from her is she's like, she's talking about how when you run into like a friend or like someone you haven't seen in a while, an old acquaintance, they'll be like, what's going on now? What are you up to? What are you doing? What are you, what are you working on? What's next for you? What's blah, 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 you know? And her, and her response to them is just, oh, I'm done. Right. <laughs> oh, no, I, and then she's like, I finished early. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, and that's, that's like, so true. It's perfect because it's like, yeah, like everybody just relax. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm absolutely. I mean,
1: do you know what one of my favorite things is? This is like, this is one of the only times when I'll be like, I went to the Olympics, is when people yeah. on the internet attack me. Like, oh, yeah. if I ever make a comment on Twitter about, like, you know, the sort of, Silicon Valley, like, or the Gary V culture of, like, if you're not working 23 hours a day, then you're a loser. Yeah. And, you you know, you made that choice to be a loser, and that's why (laughs) I'm a winner. Like, I just hate that shit. And it's funny because, like, I'll make a comment on Twitter or whatever, and then some random will be like, oh, yeah, well, that's why you're not successful. And I'm like, but I consider myself extremely successful. Yeah. Like, I mean, first I do have that back pocket thing of being, like, I did go to the Olympics,
0: yeah. But then, I just like, I up. live
1: in a different country of my choosing, which is great by privilege. I mean, thanks. Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't know how to put that politically correctly. Yeah, but, no, uh, I know.
0: we are obviously very lucky. We're but, very
1: lucky. Yeah, yeah. But I
0: think it's so interesting how people define success because a lot of people only define it by their role what they've achieved in their yeah. career yeah. and it's like there's so much more. Yeah, my definition of
1: success, like when I get back to a point where I'm able to go to my creative writing class every Thursday again, mm-hmm. then I will feel more successful because I haven't been able to go for the last couple of months because I've been traveling for work. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, like some people will be like, oh, you're traveling for work, that's success. And I'm like, but I'm not able to do this thing that I really that love, I love doing yeah, and it's my creative outlet. So that's you know like for me like I've ticked a lot of boxes in my life and it's just hilarious being attacked on the internet because you're just like well, you really can't take me down because yeah. I'm delighted with where I am even if I'm like poor right
0: yeah <laughs> not poor, even if but, you like, could use a little bit more money
1: all right well I, I guess to be
0: honest I could just plan my finances better <laughs> Just get yourself on a little budget. Get the
1: heck off net a porté. Yeah, that's where you need to yeah,
0: just block
1: yourself oh, from the that shoe no The shoestrings. No shoestrings. Yeah, so
0: anyway, so I mean, now, now I'm actually on the opposite end. I'm like fuck goals. (laughs) No, but I mean, I do, I think that what is important is that you're always progressing. Not that you're like setting these really unachievable goals, but you, you might have something that you're working towards, like say, Oh, I want to be a manager. Mm. Right. And you're like, you have that kind of in your sight lines. Maybe you don't have a full timeline for Mm. it, which I think is really okay. But you're kind of like learning these like small skills. Maybe you're learning a new tool. Maybe you're taking like a short little course or whatever or even just reading books like just doing something to like take in Mm. some more knowledge and to just like just progress oh I think that's what I'm thinking about is like what am I doing to make sure that I'm that I keep
1: moving forward yeah you know I I totally I love that because I think there's so many people there's so many ways that you can kind of color in your life in a way but then there's the other side of that to like I say this to my boyfriend all the time like if I'm at home on a weekend and I really just like what I genuinely want to do is like sit there and watch Netflix Netflix for three hours, mm-hmm. I will feel so guilty. I'll be yes. torn up inside, Yeah. you know, and I will just hate myself the whole time. I'll, I'll be like piece of shit yeah. you know like just yeah. you could be doing so much more with yeah your life. you yeah. could be reading a book that would add value to your life you could be learning a new thing you could be going for a walk in the sunshine mm-hmm. but instead you're here because you you know like I've really yeah. ingested that yeah, um which is a shame I'm really trying to consciously let myself completely blob out
0: it's so interesting. So, does when you spoke to your boyfriend about this, yes. did he have the same feeling, or was he like, really, you feel like that? Um, because I mean, I think, like,
1: yeah, mm, that's that's a good. I think he has a different situation. Yeah,
0: but it's a different. Like, I also, I think. I think oh, are often, you thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's a girl yeah, thing? Yeah, I think mm. maybe women feel a little bit more of this, like guilt. Get gi- this guilt. We, oh, we definitely. Often feel more guilt. Definitely, because uh, like my boyfriend can. Like he he's like he love to him he's like oh, we're watching Netflix together. It's like a nice it's an activity thing that we're doing. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like it's not an activity. We should yeah. be this you is a lack have, of activity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's quite funny. I'm not I getting mean, any bum glute squats in
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean as long as
0: there's good food involved though, I'm usually okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah, if I was gonna do
1: Netflix it would have to be like we are watching this specific thing. We've mm. come for this. You yes. know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, it is ingrained. Like the guilt for me is so it's, it's pervasive. It's huge. Yeah.
0: What's going on with you, Pen?
1: Um. Okay. So. Oh, but Brittany. Oh, sorry. I forgot to tell everyone our exciting news about the weekend.
0: Ooh. 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 So when you're listening to this, we'll have already gone and have been and have been like have come back. But right now we are. Going to Paris on the weekend.
1: Yes, it's very exciting. So we just like, we were like, let's just do an indulgent yes. girls' trip. Yeah. Basic as hell. Yes. Sex in the city style. <laughs> we're going to be squealing. We're going to be it's, hair flipping. It's, it's going to be terrible. It will be ridiculous. But I am so
0: excited. It's going to be very fun. It's
1: going to be really fun.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Penny and I and I'm another co worker of ours are going to Paris for the yeah. weekend.
1: And I think, uh, I mean, like when you live in Europe and you're from a place like Canada or Australia, I mean, particularly Australia, Yeah. if I was ever going to get my girlfriends in Australia together to go to Melbourne, which is in the same country, yeah. that would just never happen.
0: It'd be crazy. Never right?
1: happen. Know, but you live right? in Europe and you're like, you've got a bit more of a carrot there, I think. Like the trip yeah. to Paris. Like you yeah. could say no to that. It's just
0: sitting right there. Mm. Yeah. 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 So we're going to go and have a girl's trip. Now, have you you've been to Paris before? Right? I have
1: been yeah. many times. Many yes. times. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, that's great! Because I there love was going a, with people
1: who have already. like oh, but the thing. Yes, where, I need yeah. to preface that though because oh. I went there when I was a gymnast oh, for competitions. Different. So right. it was like you know you saw hotels and airports and right,
0: stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, we've got big plans yeah. to drink a lot of champagne, oh. eat a lot of croissants. And cheese. Baguette. By Rivers. Oh, yeah. And I'm
1: just going to buy a beret and just wear it.
0: Oh, my God. I look really cute in a beret. I could totally see you wearing a beret. (laughs) See, I I don't think I can... Like, see, uh, you know, I'll maybe buy one, and then I'll, like, try it. (laughs) You can just try mine. I'll try yours. You can try try mine. That's a great idea.
1: I mean, like, I reckon if I walked out of any house... In Paris with a beret, every French person would just be like fucking tourist. Roll their eyes for yes. sure. I mean, <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. but uh, so uh, what's been happening in my life? Um, so I was talking to uh, Brittany and my mu- mutual friend Jillian. Yeah, Jillian, lovely girl, um, and we were talking about this new sort of thing. I think this is like a post two thousand thing or post internet thing. Yeah. Um, we were saying like what if your job doesn't really exist? You know what I mean? like yeah. what if the things that you do don't sort of fit these uh, requirements yeah, of a job like, and how do you get paid like, for it? Yeah what if how do you get paid if you do two or three jobs at once? Yeah, you know like and I think it's a really interesting conversation because it's like this whole generation of people, are going to have to, uh, people in the job market, are going to have to learn how to value their skills, essentially. It's like, how do you put a dollar value to this? How do you figure out the seniority? How do you figure out, like, the career trajectory for these, like, you know, new types of jobs? And I kind of feel like you have a bit of a job like that for me. Oh,
0: totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Your job isn't real. (laughs) It
0: doesn't exist. It's not a thing. People, and, and to prove that, I have so many messages from people who like know know me through my work at our company and will be like what is your position <laughs> position like yeah. literally i can't even count how many times someone's asked me that and then when they ask it like that i'm like well and i can't even really define it i wish
1: you, i wish your job title was official ray of sunshine
0: <laughs> cuz
1: she's so blubbly. you know oh, like and it. she's on the instagram with the golden hair and it's like it's it's very it's very sunshiny
0: honestly you can make yourself look really good on instagram very easily like people don't think about that because it's very rare that someone like does these instagram stories where they turn the camera towards them yeah and when you start to do that and and add filters and like that it's like you can really look Uh, great sometimes i
1: fall into the pools of my own eyes when i (laughs) joke jokes. i don't I take the worst photos especially of myself.
0: No but it's funny cuz I think people like like you can just you can make your hair look fluffier. Yeah, like everything yeah, yeah. can look yeah. better. You just it's like tilt funny. your head
1: down into oh, the totally. camera. Yeah yeah there's
0: it's tricks. great. Yeah. So and then people meet me in real person a real person a real People and then people meet me in real life and they're like, What
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not what happens. But hey, that's, um, that's very... speaking of you, Brittany. Yes. You know how you're a people pleaser? Yeah. That's right. I heard this thing on a podcast the other day and I wrote it down and I forgot to write down the podcast, so sorry. Okay. But um it was saying, People pleasing, you're not actually you're not actually making people happy, you're trying to get them to like you.
0: Oh,
1: I know. So like
0: when I mean When you say like, that I'm like, Well, of course. I mean <laughs> That actually is,
1: it it makes your life easier because if you were trying to make people happy, then you would have this automatic, it would automatically narrow the scope of your work. You know what I mean? Like you can't make everyone happy. So you'd end up kind of like picking these people and being like, I'm going to make you happy specifically. I'm going to like help you with your job. Help you with progress. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right. Like more
1: focused attention.
0: Yeah. I found
1: it positive, but I've never thought. I don't. Yeah, I don't think of you as like you're not the worst people pleaser I've ever met. You're no. nowhere near it, actually. That's
0: actually that's true. That mm. is true. I. I, I you have um, some dignity. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I have a bit of a backbone, but um, but I do have like if if I think that someone has a problem with me or doesn't like me or thinks that I something that I did was like not quite right or mm. was rude. I will stew on it oh, for an like, God, atrocious amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I do it. Like yeah. I can't, and like, I, I'll think about it for like a, like to the point where many times, by the way, I've mentioned to someone, that I'll be like, you know, the other day, I'm really sorry about that thing. That oh, happened. that's so cute. And they'll, and they'll be like, what, what are you thing? talking
1: about? <laughs> yeah. and, and then I like, remind okay. them and they'll be like, oh, that was really no big deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's cute.
0: It does. Yeah. Work. I mean
1: like I, if someone, if someone says something like that, you know that yeah. they're like, oh, it didn't really love this. Depends on the person, though. That's true. Like, I only really care about pleasing very a bit, like
0: two Few, or three two people. Amount of people. Yeah, um, which is the right way to live, because mm. you just can't please everyone. No, and, and not everyone is going to like you. Yeah. I remember. Can I just tell one more funny? Please do. <laughs> so, um, I have always really obviously wanted people to like me, right? It's an, I feel like it's a natural human instinct. It is natural, for sure. Um, some people just take it further than others, but I'll never forget when, um, this is actually going to be a bit dark, but he... Oh. So in, 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 in elementary school, I was just as bubbly as I am now, but younger, so it's like even worse, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't have like the voice of a normal person, you have like that, you know? So it's like the bubbliness is just too much. Yeah. So... I I remember seeing this um, this kid that I had like I had just I think I was in junior high maybe and so I knew him in elementary school and but I hadn't seen him in a while mm. and I was with my friends and I know I was in high school because I was driving and my friends were in my car and we saw him and I just said I was like hey um, I'm not gonna say I mean it doesn't matter hey Patrick his name mm. is Patrick I was like hey Patrick um, so nice to see you oh my gosh how are you right mm-hmm. and he came over. <laughs> He came over to my car, and he was like, Brittany, I hate you. <laughs> that is so, so, so. And he's like, I have always hated you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should we cut that out of the horse <laughs> feet? <laughs> That's hilarious. And it was the first it's time. It's so unbridled. It's so <laughs> unbelievable that someone would do that, right? But it was the first time that anyone had ever like openly been like, I don't like you. To, to my, <laughs> straight to my face. Oh my god. You know? And uh, and I just didn't know how to take it, obviously. I was very taken aback. I mean, obviously this obviously this person, like, you know, wasn't fully stable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, we don't need to get into that. But it was a bit of a of a like it like kind of, um, very intense moment where I was like, oh, right. oh my God, like it's actually okay that I am not liked by everyone. Really? So yeah. You did have that realization. I did. I was okay. like, I was like, don't like, cause at first I was like, oh my God, what, mm. what did I do and how did I, and I thought to myself, I think he just
1: doesn't, he like doesn't like the cutting you. of your jib. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, Brittany, like I, in high school, nobody really liked me. I was fucking super weird and like weird, weird. Weird.
0: Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, and then like,
1: you know, I just developed this kind of, I was like, what do I care if you like me or not? Yeah. I have these very specific people I like and then, but then (laughs) it's funny because the other day I was pining to my boyfriend because there's this person at our work who is very able to be very likable, very Mm. lovely. Everybody likes her. She's the one that everybody likes. Yeah. Um, we do we automatically know who I'm talking I'm like, oh, about yeah. mm-hmm. um and I'm like why can't I be more like her like she's so accepting mm-hmm. she's so warm she's so chilled I am not chilled I am anxious and uptight and angry yeah like but I think uh it's all that self-acceptance right like for sure just and like maybe angry doesn't have to be a bad
0: thing. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, like
1: everything I is good and bad. You as angry. I feel like I'm angry on the inside, maybe. <laughs> I'm just ready for my no. rebellion.
0: I think you're just um you have very uh, you're very opinionated. You know what you like, you know what you don't like. I would definitely I, I would I've never even thought to be like oh you know Penny yeah she's a bit angry like I would really say that
1: ever wonderful no I just assume that everyone at the office probably hates me moderately (laughs) you know I just assume that and I've just I just sit in that warm bath now
0: yeah you're loving it it
1: flood over me ah
0: cheers to that Penny (laughs) (laughs) ah Jump into the first letter, Pen. Oh, we probably should. We've got. Otherwise, two we excellent. could just rattle on. We're ra- we're just rattling for ages here.
1: We've got two super cute letters actually, which yeah. I'm really excited about because I think they're so like, yeah, everyone's they're just, gonna relate to this. They're
0: very relevant, mm. exactly. Okay, should I read the first one? Go for it. Yeah. All right. Hi, Penny and Brittany. I work for a large multinational company in a mid-level role. Generally, my job is okay and the money is good, but we have the most terrible proclivity. <laughs> I literally looked at that word. You're and I was like, like, what? Preclivity towards office politics. proclivity means tendency. I, yeah. <laughs> this person, this Christina, Christina loves a good word. Yeah, she's Classics. verbose. She's verbose. I don't even know what that means. Okay. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, sorry. Let Let's get ourselves together. Okay. Secrets, lies, alliances. It's like an episode of Survivor. Oh, I do you love have that. that
1: show all over the world? Oh, of course. Okay, yeah.
0: good. My question is, do office politics exist everywhere? And if so, how do I deal with this? I hope this is not a new normal, Christina.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it is normal. That's
0: it's so normal. the thing. Yeah. And I also think that,
1: um, I, I mean, some people in the past have been like, oh, office politics. And I'm like, is it office politics or is it just humans being humans in a?" Kind of restricted environment.
0: That's a really good point. I just think
1: it's human behavior yeah. and you can take it however you want to take it and if you're going to jump on board with like Magda who's bitching about everyone and yeah. doing this and that like you can do that and then it becomes office politics but if you don't do that then you yeah. can just stay the hell away from it you know.
0: Yeah that's really that's a really good point because everywhere I've worked there's always been you know, a couple people that, you know, something happens and there's like, you know, you're on one side or the other, Mm. or there's like someone that everybody hates. Then one, it's like, there's always this kind of tendency towards it. It always seems to creep up. So I think you're absolutely right. It's definitely just a The funniest thing
1: is, I'm sure everybody, maybe everybody's had this, but I feel like every job I've ever had, I've gotten past a certain point. Like I've started the job three or four months later, that's when you realize, What's going on? Yeah. Like someone will pull you aside and be like, so here's what, here's that. the deal. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what happens. And you, you're like, yeah, you always go in with these like fresh eyes. And you're like, this is the most wonderful place ever. And everybody's 100%. happy. And they're and sudden, so
1: nice to you. And they're like, if you need anything, just let me know. Yeah. And then a few months later, the veneer <laughs> starts to just melt away. And you're like, oh, of course it's, I mean, but that's the thing. No company is perfect. Yeah. That's Okay. Humans in a, it's like, you put everyone on a boat together, it's going to get weird. Yeah. So just totally. don't fret about it too much.
0: I mean, I would ultimately say, honestly, and you might disagree with me here, but I really think you should try to stay out of it oh, at all yeah, costs. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. Yes. Like, I mean, obviously sometimes you can't, but like, you really should try to stay away from the talking about, you know, people when they're not around and the whole, like, itching about this person and that person, it's just, yeah. it doesn't serve anybody, Yeah, right? I mean, it's very hard, though. It is, it is hard. Because <laughs> who doesn't like a little gab session, oh, you know? Or if, I you're, mean. or if you're frustrated with someone you work with to be able to just unload that on someone who knows that person? For sure, Talking yeah. to a friend, they just don't get it, right? Because they're like, mm. well, I don't know this person, like, you know. From whatever. a box
1: of eggs. Exactly.
0: <laughs> is that the saying? I love that. I've never heard that saying before. Um,
1: I think, so I actually, uh, I did a bit of Googling because I was like, what's the official line on this, you know, like apart from what my opinion is, um, and I didn't like really anything that was in the Forbes articles and so on. So Mm. I made up my own advice and it is as such, um, I think this might be an opportunity to get really good at listening and maybe even solve some problems. So, uh, like, just keep the conversation helpful. You could say something like, instead of saying, oh, what an asshole," you could say, oh, that's no good. So what do you think could be done about this? Are you able to talk to your manager? Should we, uh, you know, like, figure out a plan for you to address this issue? So you're not, you're not being that person who's not engaging at all, which maybe is, fantastic but I don't I, I'm not personally that person I'm an engager yeah I get in there
0: I, I know. um I and
1: too. but you can sort of like try and steer the conversation in a helpful
0: direction yeah I think that's really uh I mean why not yeah that's absolutely possible like if they and that, that's the thing is like what's more awkward than someone coming to you and being like complain 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 Jeff complain complain mm. and then you're like so anyway, so yeah. like it's yeah. like that's not a normal human reaction. Yeah. you can't just <laughs> be like, "Oh, I'm not going to engage in this." Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, so you have to somehow be able to talk to this person, and I think that's absolutely right. Like you can, to- you could totally say without being like, "What a dick." You can be like, "Oh, that sounds super frustrating," you know. And you can, you can say exactly what mm. you just said, you know, like like what what would need to change in, mm. in order for this to not be an issue anymore, oh, or whatever. Sure. Like that's that's great. I, I think, think.
1: Um, I mean, like also. The worst thing that for me, like office politics is kind of, uh, it's, uh, it's, it means that you have silos, right? So you have like groups and cliques and people who don't talk to other people and people who won't kind of collaborate with the other team and yada yada. Right. So it's all about like, you know, if you can, I mean, I don't know what kind of position you're in to be doing this kind of stuff, but like, if you can. I don't think it hurts to like gently start breaking down those walls Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe if Brittany comes to you and says, Oh, I hate what Maria did the other day. Um, you could say, well, actually Maria had some really nice feedback about you after that meeting. She said some really nice things. You should actually chat to her about that because she, I think she'd be really open to it. So like, you Mm -hmm. know, what yeah that that would be my approach.
0: Yeah. Air it out. Yeah. Try to keep break the, down those walls. <laughs> There's nothing worse. A song? I mean there really is nothing worse than everybody being like you know, like whisper whisper behind the person's back, yeah. you know, like oh this, whatever. It's just awful. Mm. You know, and it creates a really toxic work environment. Yeah. And you you know, and then and and like I mean, that's the classic thing, right? It's like, well, if they're saying this about this person, what are they saying about Uh, you? A hundred
1: percent. (laughs) It's funny because I've had bosses in the past who have like gossiped to me no end. Yeah. And then I'm like, what are you saying about me to everyone else?
0: Totally. Yeah. And I used to, like, I hate when people say that, but it is just the truth. Mm. Like, Absolutely. It just is. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I mean, I, I think that what we said is, is totally valid. Try to take the conversation into, you know, a more helpful, positive mm. light. Try, I mean, obviously, you're going to have to engage, but just try not to be, like, destructive. With yeah. Your, your
1: yeah. Behavior. Don't say anything to, like, I. my philosophy, although I don't always live by it, is I try not to say something behind someone's back that I wouldn't say to their face. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: And Penny and Penny would say a lot to your face, so you're a okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an animal,
1: but you no, know. No, no, like, no. Of course not. If, so, if something is a dumb suggestion, I'll just be like, I think we can do better here. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I think the one thing is that if your boss is in on it, if your boss is really like, it, it, whether it's like your manager or like the owner of the company, depending on how big it is, if they're a part of it, then that's the that's a problem. For sure. That's where you you know you're never gonna get out from underneath it yes if they say if, it
1: it rots from the top
0: exactly that's there what you we go. say in
1: australia oh, <laughs> i like
0: that that's really good yeah. it rots, from, rots the top. from the top yeah so in that situation i would say honestly you're better to either have a frank discussion with them or just get out of
1: there you know, yeah ultimately yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean it is pretty common
0: it's so common and mm. that that is a problem but it is like we said it's human nature you know mm. we all want to have these like we're, we're all about teams and bonding and creating like alliances and, are and really just and tribes.
1: tribes tribes that's what I was looking for yes, I know it was yeah. cheers <laughs> to the it. tribes
0: cheers. <laughs>
1: um, yeah and also what was I going to say about oh yeah so I do think figure out how to navigate it in a way that suits your personality Yeah. like I think for different personality types you'll figure out what works best for you, but don't be afraid to try a few things. And if it, it can be put in the category of bitchy, skip it. Yes. <laughs> Avoid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Avoid like the plague.
1: Great. I hope that helped Christina. Okay, great. So let's do the next letter. Letter
0: number two. Boop, boop, boop. This is up to you, Pen.
1: Ah. This, this person's a real cutie. We, me and Brittany, love this person. Yes. Um, we don't know who you are. Your name is Mar. And you
0: have a pseudo name, which I. You really have a like.
1: pseudo. We love using the pseudo name. That especially yeah. because in this letter, there's nothing to hide. Actually, I know. it's like it's <laughs> totally fine. So but, cute. But anyway. Okay. okay. Um, hi Penny and Brittany. Loving the podcast! Exclamation <laughs> mark. So I am currently looking for a job because I am making a dream come true and relocating to Berlin. Hope to meet you guys there someday. That would be really cute. Actually, let's totally do that.
0: Absolutely.
1: My problem is basically the same problem I have with dating. When I'm in the recruitment process, if I actually like the company, I get really invested in this job and lose my cool totally. I picture myself working there and I am convinced that this is the one. I forget about all other options Um, in that state. I am not really evaluating uh, rationally if this is actually the best fit and there is so much pressure that I get really nervous and don't perform my best. I am more likely to accept a lower salary or some other bad deal because I'm romanticizing the workplace too much. Finally, my heart breaks into a million pieces if it's a no from them, no matter what the reason is. Um, any tips on how to keep cool and not to get too invested super early? Um, and I've just got a few years of experience, if that makes any difference. So, uh, ch- sorry, She's I don't good. know why I jumped in there. Cheers, Mar.
0: Mar. I
1: can't say it with my accent; otherwise, it would just be like Ma. <laughs> how
0: Love would you say it for arses. me? Mar.
1: Mar. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I had to do. Yeah, because they don't
0: actually in Australia they don't pronounce R's. No, we don't. Yeah, it's all. It's a waste of
1: time. Yeah, (laughs) you know,
0: we're too cool for that. You guys don't have time for that. No. This is such a good question. It's very adorable too. It's so funny because I never really thought about it, but I, I mean, I I do this of course. I do the same thing. Yeah, but I also like
1: I only apply for one job at a time. You know, like if I'm interested in a company or a role. It's not like I'm ever looking for a job.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really? Like if you're unemployed, you're not applying for multiple jobs at a time. <laughs> I mean, I think you would be. That's true. Let's just cut that out. <laughs> I think we should keep it in. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, yeah. Penny, well, what do you think? Because I have lots of I mean, I have I have more like emotional thoughts around this because I think oh, it's You just... can be
1: emotional. I mean, like I actually think it's totally okay to be excited about a role. Yeah. And I think that is going to Um, like if you channel it in the right way, it's going to benefit you. So don't, don't try and remove the excitement from the equation. Yeah. Um, but also like you, you just have to, like I said, you have to channel it into something effective so that you're nailing interviews. Right. So like, um, there are these uh, public speaking groups that you can do like, for example, a company or a company, a not-for-profit or something. It's called Toastmasters. Um, I've never done it, but basically um, they teach you how to speak on demand. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, oh, I'm going into an interview now, I have to put on this persona, Mm -hmm. you learn to sort of get in the habit of doing that anyway. So I kind of recommend doing something like that so you can practice using that nervous energy in a useful way as yeah. opposed to in a little bit of a – I mean, I've had those interviews where you're just like yeah, – are like, say? And they're like, I'm a little bit afraid of you.
0: <laughs> you look like you're about to jump you across the me. table. Yes. <laughs> and be like, give me the jump. Or are you going to eat me? <laughs> What's happening now? Um,
1: munch, munch, munch.
0: I love I, – I really love this analogy of the dating – Versus, like, job hunting. Oh, because it's, it's the just, same. It's, it's totally It's same exactly same. the same. It's all about chemistry. Oh, totally. It's all about the right. And you always, add, it's like, the thing about it, okay, here, I'm going to take this one step further, right? Do it. So, <laughs> in dating, right, you have, like, it's, it's basically, like, I would say job searching is, like online dating, right? Uh You're on Tinder. You're on Tinder, Uh right? You're scoping out all the profiles. Then you find one you find interesting. Uh You look a little bit deeper, maybe even start a conversation, right? And there's that whole thing where they're like, never like chat for longer than like, like just set up a time to meet. Don't start like oh, sure. internet like message flirting, texting. Kind yeah, of thing. don't no. develop
1: a relationship over text. Over text, exactly. Or email. So they say
0: like meet right away. But that, like it's a, it's a similar thing, right? So you you're texting with this person. You're like, oh my god, this sounds perfect. He or she sounds amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And when you're doing that with your job, you're doing the same thing, right? You're, like, looking at them online, yeah. figuring, like, oh, this company looks great. Oh, my God. Look at this great article about mm. how wonderful it is to work there, blah, 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 blah. And you're completely sold before you even walk in yeah. to the first date. The only difference between dating Tell and me.
1: job searching What is it? is that, like, when you are searching for a job, You should find out everything about the company. You should have a plan for your future. Whereas if you did that in dating, these guys would, like, you'd get to a dinner and you'd be having dinner and you'd be like, so I know everything about you. I've read all of your blog posts, seen all of your Instagram stories and everything, and here's my plan for how we're going to do this. They'd be like, ah, and they'd run. Yeah, so that's the only. I just
0: put that together. That's anyway. so funny. But no, but that's exactly right. I actually have it in my notes. Oh, no. So about, no, but that's what's funny. It's like, that's exactly it. It's like, the good news is you can be a total creep when it comes to you a job. You can be such a desperado. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but don't do that. I'm not not
1: desperado per se, but like, you can be keen as mustard, yes. as we say in Australia. And I
0: would say, like, there's no problem in looking as deep as you want into mm. a company um, mm. most likely it will actually just make you less excited <laughs> <laughs> you know the deeper <laughs> you go right that's
1: so funny i've got that in my notes too it's yeah. like once you get uh, and i think um mar uh because you're young and you're like mm. kind of like not super experienced this is actually why you're getting so excited so don't worry once you've kind of done this a couple of times yeah you'll realize that really like no company is remotely perfect Um, And sometimes the ones that look the best are actually the worst. Like if I see a foosball table, run. Get
0: out of there. (laughs) If
1: they're trying to give you more free stuff than they're giving you actual money, run. Because that means that they just want you to work all All the time. time. They're like, please don't leave the office. You haven't done, you're not done yet.
0: There's food in the fridge. Yes, we're feeding you.
1: We're buying your love. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, it's it's cute that you're excited because it just means right. that you're you're fresh and you're Either. passionate and
0: exactly. And I think the other thing I would say is that you need to try, which will be very hard. Mm. But if you can somehow reframe the way you go into an interview into feeling like you are actually interviewing them mm, to totally. see if you want to even work there. Yeah. You're. I mean, the thing is, Mar. You're fresh. You're excited. You are motivated. You're eager. So they should really want you to yes. work there. If yeah. you want to, if you want to work there, they should want For you. For sure. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I think, and it is tough if you really wanted to work somewhere and then you know they didn't think it was the right fit. But just remember, you don't want to be anywhere where it's not the right fit. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's the that's the super important thing. Like if they're saying you don't have enough experience good yeah. you do not want to be going into a job and like having to punch way above where you're at. exactly and it's not even like about comfort it's not like oh you'd be uncomfortable it's like if you're not experienced enough and you're not only uncomfortable but you will be not learning you, yes. you won't be doing things at the you're right thinking.
0: pace
1: you'll be thinking and you'll be it could be very damaging to your confidence actually yeah. So if they're saying you're not experienced enough, perfect, good. Yeah. You can go and get a job where you are in the right sort of frame of mind where you can still learn a lot. Yeah. Um, what are the other reasons people give when you don't get a job?
0: You're not enough experience. Um, you, maybe
1: you're not the right culture fit. Oh, God, that would be such a tough one to hear, wouldn't it? That's, that's, I always think that's. A good one to hear because what that actually translates to is that they have a very limited idea of what culture is.
0: The culture fit
1: thing is bullshit in my mind because it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like if you don't want to hang out with me on the weekend, does that mean I'm not the right culture fit? Right. Therefore, I can't contribute anything to this company. Bullshit. So don't worry about that. You don't want to work at those places either. Yeah. If they say your salary expectations are too low. Or high? Too low. Sorry, too high. Too <laughs>
0: high. They're, like, they're never going to say. It's they're too never going to. Yeah, I mean, but, like you're
1: probably not doing that anyway. But like, yeah, the, the, just actually read into these reasons and be yeah. like, okay, I understand that now. That's not. Yeah. That, that's not offensive to me.
0: Yeah, and if, if they say that they went another way, which is often what you would get at that's that level, true. they probably won't give you a reason at mm-hmm. first. You can always ask. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll tell you, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of assess the situation. But I think that that would probably be, yeah, like, you know, we like there was another candidate that was a better fit. Mm. I feel like that's, at that level, at that kind of junior level, that's usually, because it's like, it's not really going to be experienced most likely unless you're applying for jobs that are way out of your, you know, range. Mm. Um, and, you know, and most likely it'll probably just be someone else was, they, they had a better feeling about someone else. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It has absolutely, it has everything to do with them. And that's the thing about like kind of distancing yourself mm. from that. Like the fact that they got some weird feeling, like they met this one person maybe and it was like, oh, that reminded them of this long lost friend they used yeah. to have. And they somehow <laughs> had a better connection with that person because yeah. of that. You know what I mean? You have no control over that. I mean, so that, to,
1: that's such a good point because... Uh, I think there's statistics around how quickly people decide whether they're going to hire something or not. Oh my God, it's like and three it's, seconds or something. It's, it's like a couple of minutes,
0: okay. which is so annoying. <laughs> that makes more sense. And
1: it's like three or four minutes. Yeah. So, um, and I know this statistic and when I'm interviewing people and I've realized that that thing has happened, I'm like, can I change my mind about this? Yeah. And I try sometimes, it doesn't always work. I mean, like... The other thing that you need to know is like if you're in the junior kind of category, which it sounds like you might be, it's so important to figure out what people are looking for as a junior. So, mm-hmm. um, it, I personally believe that junior roles are your hardest roles that you'll ever get because it's like, you've got no experience. It's all about personality. It's all yeah. about skills. It's all about, yeah. um, talent. Yes. So, um, How can you bring those things to the forefront? Um, And also how can you make it seem like, and this is something that I think about all the time, like when you interview really junior people, you're like, oh, my God, this person is going to need, they're really sweet, they're really excited, but, fuck, they're going to need so much support. Yeah. I'm just going to have to hold their hand all day long. Right. So, like, if you're giving off that impression, I would try and work away from that yeah if that makes sense um yeah
0: I think the thing so I would like to summarize the thing just to remember is that the fact that you're excited and that you start to picture yourself in this company before, you know before you even go in for the interview is not a bad thing mm. like that is exciting but you do need to be able to like like maybe what you should try to do is like Keep that excitement, keep it going for the interview, and then just squash it immediately <laughs> once you're outside, you know, which of course is like almost impossible. Yeah. But I just think like I just would hate for you to lose your like eager, excited feeling. Because yeah. that is what what someone, one one of those places you go into interview at, it's they're gonna, gonna see that. that yeah. And they're gonna be super excited that you're already on board with their company, you mm. love what they do, you wanna work there. You yeah. Know? So I, I think
1: just sort of it one way. more point. Great. Is that annoying after the summary? Of course not. <laughs> um, I think the, the one more thing is you've got to learn to figure out what the truth about a company is when you're talking to them. So, mm. um, you know, and I can't break this down for you. It's going to be something that comes with experience, but uh, sometimes you can sort of ask questions and get an idea about the role and the culture and the the uh, workload of the company um, that will give you a better idea of whether you should be so excited about it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, like there's actually really great questions that you can look up online about this that are like, oh, so um, if I was to perform really, really well, what would that look like? Um, And if they say things like, oh, well, um, basically – Someone's going to be giving you work, and if you can turn it over really quickly, that would be performing really well. So that's not that's not really ideal. That's not very exciting for anyone. It's just like yeah. churning out more work. Yeah. Um, so just start to think about how you can investigate this a bit more um, and try and reveal the truth about the company. And it says here that you're a UX designer. I mean, use your research and testing skills to uh, to really make this an interview that goes both ways as opposed Absolutely. to just them interviewing you yeah. you can interview them as well
0: yeah and and I think like people don't often like so I always feel like people must always hear this like make sure you have qu- you have questions to ask um, at an interview yeah but so many people still I like when I'm giving interviews I'm like any questions from your and side? and they're just like nope. I'm like mm, no and you're like yeah. no <laughs> like, like that is not good yeah
1: That's not but actually good nothing conveys more confidence than just starting to ask questions right at the start like and i have actually i feel like when i've been talking to people in interviews in the past yeah it almost throws them when you're like oh actually i have a question i saw online that you did a pro, you project with this company and how did that play out because mm-hmm. blah 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 and they're just like oh God, okay, cool. We can just have a chat, actually. Yes. It doesn't have to be this formal interview process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: we can just share stuff and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I but mean, honestly, a... with experience, you'll get a little bit better at the interview scenario. It's Kind of hard to... We can't all be Penny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's so
0: funny because probably my
1: next interviews that I do in my life, I'll just fuck them up royally because I've been bragging <laughs> about them you said so that. much. Yeah. Amazing oh we're getting low on the wine
0: okay well good thing we're at the end of the episode you made it guys you guys made it all the way to the end bravo congratulations you're the best people in the whole world the whole yes i mean that's it that's just it's indisputable yeah but also you're gonna get our resource of the week which is pretty special it's really special because Mm. this one is actually made by well i was gonna say us but really let's be honest it's made by penny (laughs) (laughs)
1: um so basically we were talking the other day about how many people probably have to write proposals in their jobs yeah um and how it can be a very daunting task because they are like what is the ideal thing that we put in there so we're making you a template and we're giving it away for free. Yeah. Um. So you can basically just kind of adapt this to whatever your needs are. If you're a freelancer, if you're working in a sales capacity, if you're trying to attract a new client.
0: Or even if you're like, want to put a, put together a proposal for like a new project that you want to oh, put on. Yeah, internally. Or, yeah, yeah. It could like for anything. If you went and took this proposal template, filled it all out, and then approached your manager with it, they'd be like, their head just exploded. Mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. I think and it'd be amazing. And why Google
1: around when I'm going to give it to you for freezies?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know that this one works because Penny uses it all the time. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Great. Well, can't wait to really share exciting. it with you. So please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. I really want to, you know, let other people um find out about our crazy weird podcast (laughs) lol we really want to be famous yeah make us famous we want to be known for being the craziest white wine happy hour career talk make happy hour great again make happy hour great
1: (laughs) sorry sorry that's below the belt
0: okay Um, well anyway yeah thanks so much for listening love you guys bye bye